G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. So the Carlton Football Club situation is extraordinary. Um, as I said before, there are people that have been covering this game for three times longer than I have. And when you hear them say that they've never quite seen a situation like it, they've never quite seen a coach hung out to dry, left twisting in the wind, uh, quite like Carlton have with David Teague. As we're told by Luke Sayers, or the members have been told, they haven't spoken publicly at all, uh, the Carlton hierarchy. But in a letter to members, they said they're just going to absorb the findings of the uh, the review that's been currently undergone, uh, that they underwent of the football department. And by absorbed, do we mean wait till we get an answer from Alistair Clarkson? We're not sure. But in the meantime, David Teague is doing exit interviews at the moment, still completely unaware of where his future lies and what the future holds, despite asking as, uh, as late as last week what was happening with his contract and would he still be coaching in season 2021. It's just mind-blowing that this is how a professional organisation is is running things and that somebody's been treated in this manner. But it's one thing for me to say that, uh, but let's find out from uh, one of the greats of the Carlton Footy Club. Uh, David Rhys-Jones has been good enough to jump on the 1987 Norm Smith medals. Good friend of the show now, I'd like to say. David Rhys-Jones, hello to you, mate. Yeah, no worries, Sam. Yeah, yeah. Uh extraordinary times at the moment but um hopefully it all plays out for the best for the carlton football club and i think that's what we we all need at the end of it but uh i think uh, we'd like things rectified um pretty quickly now it's uh as you say it's starting to look a bit messy and a bit unprofessional at the moment how have you felt watching this i mean you we, we i think we spoke earlier in the year uh, and and we spoke about the review at the time and what it might uncover and at the time um Mark Lejudice was very clear on this wasn't a review of David Teague. This was a review of the he was the coach and that that was where they wanted to be and he was who they wanted. But this was all about the overall football department. It, obviously, a lot's changed since then. How have you? Oh no, I, I, think, this? I think that's I think that's still the case. I think um, the review um, had its parameters to yeah. uh, to go and seek and, and look at what was um, working, what wasn't working and um, what was going to get Carlton back playing finals again. I think that's uh, the main key to it all and um, and obviously the coach was part of that as well, uh, part of that review. So, um, But I don't think the review was actually intended to be directly at the, at the coach but no. the media focus always is that when, um, when the side is underperforming I suppose but uh, you know you look at those last few rounds and and were terribly decimated with injuries and um yeah it was uh would have been would have been hard sort of you know going out there knowing you you know you've got a side out there which you've probably got a side that's not playing to beat the side that is playing so um yeah it's tough times but that's part of footy part and parcel of it when you watch all this play out where do you sit with it from a, an emotional point of view, from obviously you love the footy club, you've had success there, you were part of a successful era there. Do you do you find yourself switching between, well, it's, we've got to get the right performance, or then do you sort of feel for the person? Do you do you get embarrassed watching it play out like this? How, how, what what goes through your heart and mind? Oh, look, it's all those. It's frustrating. It's um, at times embarrassing. Um, yeah, but uh, that's that's where we're at at the moment, and and that's where you know I. I, I personally, I hope they, um, I hope they, re- but would not reappoint. I hope they, they stick with the contract they have got with David Teague and uh, 
and he sees out next year because, um, you know, and, that, and that's they, they give him the contract there for three years, and he's um, two thirds of the way through that. So let, let's let him see that out, and, and you know, decisions can be made even halfway through next year if it's, things aren't working right. I, I think the only way they really should get rid of David Teague at the moment is if they've uh, spoken to the players and he's. He's lost the players. I think that'd be the only reason, really, you'd want you'd want him to go at the moment. That that's been discussed. That that some of the senior players there might be a disconnect with, and some people have pointed out to maybe not backing in, uh, maybe not responding to the Paddy Cripps injury uh, in the right way, which he admitted, he, you know, he, he could have handled better. Um, people have been speculating on the relationship with he and Paddy Cripps, but he's been quite, you know, you can clearly see some hugs with some of the younger players. He's spoken a lot about the Weederings, the Walshers, the Mackays, uh, and that that relationship's there. If that's the case, and there's some of the playing group that may not be on great terms with David Teague at the moment, and then factor in where he's at with the current board, and, you know, even going as far as public to say, I would have really liked some support, which he's received none of in, in any way, shape or form. Do you think it's actually viable, David, that he could go on next year if they do land on him staying, just given how far down a very uncomfortable track they've gone? Well, absolutely, absolutely. He's a coach, and... Yep. Um, and until he's told he's not the coach, he, he is the coach of the team. And he, he, look, he's going through the exit meetings at the moment and doing everything he, he should be doing as, as a coach. So uh, that's his job, and and he understands, you know, what footy's footy's about and, and what it's what it's like. So um, you know, you, you you talk about the players and their input. Um, you know, during this year, we, we, a lot of these blokes have re-signed or, or added years onto their contracts. So yeah. good young players, including Pat, Patrick Cripps. So um, they see the long-term future there. They see the success. I mean, we were able to pick up some players last year. Zach Williams and Adam Saad, for example. It looks like um, Adam Chera might be a, a good chance as well to come across. Now, over, over the previous years, we couldn't attract good players from, from other clubs. We, we weren't an attractive club to come to. But there is something there with that list. And, and unfortunately, um, injuries have really, you know, curtailed this year. And, and, and people say, oh, you can't use injuries as an excuse. And uh, of course you can. You know, if you've got, you know, majority of better players out and, and not out there amongst it, and, you, you, you know, you're throwing kids out there or, or, or blokes who are not quite up to it, then... Um, you're going to get found out. So, um, you know, I like the way they they handled the latter part of the year when they, you know, put some blokes out to get uh, get fixed up, get their get their injuries attended to early, and, and they'll come back and, and have a full pre-season. And, and hopefully we've got a full list going, you know, ready to all round one next year. And uh, and that's when, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to have a better taste of, of what we're going to be and, and where we're going to be at. So, David, where do you sit when you judge the last couple of years? I don't judge the, the time when he was interim coach because I've made the point before that that's a substitute teacher compared to a full-time teacher. They're very different in the way they go about it. So when you look at the two years of David Teague at the helm, are you very much at, no, nah, it's wins and losses? Or do you say, well, no, hang on. The first year is a reduced season, 17 games, a reduced uh, football department by, you know, the tune of $3 million. So I think there were six assistant coaches and specialist coaches that had to be let go. And then the second year is a COVID year uh, as well. 
Um, so we're trying to figure out where we're going from one day to the next. He doesn't quite have a full team at his disposal, and he's a second-year coach. Um, are you very? Much, are you in the wins-loss-only matters column, or are you? No, no. Let's take a look at the bigger picture. Has this guy been given everything he could have and been in the the most in the best possible environment to succeed? Where do you sit with the way that you judge it? Well, there's an interesting meme going around at the moment, which has. Um, Damien Hardwick's first 50 games, Alistair Clarkson's first 50 games, and David Teague's. And he's actually got a better win-loss ratio than, than um, both of those guys. And, and, and you look at what the clubs, you know, they were both under pressure as well, as, as, as Goodwin was um, this time last year. And um, the clubs did the right thing and stuck by him. And I think, um, I think that's important. You know, it shows a, a unity and um, we're all in this together type of thing. But... Uh, as you say, the lack of the lack of um, um, voice coming from the club itself, either you know, to anyone at the moment, is is making life very, very hard for everyone, and, and, and just putting more pressure on everyone, and, and it's unnecessary, really. I mean, but yeah, they've had a review. Um, let's know, you know, let's know what was in the review and what came out of it and what didn't, and. Um, you know, people can make up their own minds after that, the decisions you make because of that. Is that where you sit on it? We're talking to David Rees-Jones, 1987 North Smith medalist. Dave, do you sit with the... Because I read when Luke Sazer said, we will um, we will release uh, a summarised version of the review uh-huh. to members. Do you read that and go, no, 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 no. Tell us everything. If we're going to, rev- if we're trying to, no. if we're trying to stop the rot of the last twenty or so years and not repeat the mistakes of the past, then let's put it all out on the table. Or do you say, all right, you tell us what you feel like we need to know? What do you want to know about this review? All of it, or just whatever they feel? Oh, no, I, 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 you know, I mean, it, it, and, and and things can be harmful to individuals if. if Sure. And, and, yep. and that's where you, you've just got to be so careful there, and yep. and you don't want to be burning good people. So. Um, you know, I mean, it's people's opinions and 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 thoughts and different things. And and when you've got, you know, I don't know whether they've interviewed all the players or or, or all the staff or who the, who they have um, have touched base with. But you, you're going to get negative. You're not going to get everyone liking everyone. At the, you know, I mean, you're talking yeah. about David Teague and and some players not liking him at the moment. Well, you know, there's probably good reasons why they don't. And, and um, you know, is uh, you know that they, they they need to go and get a kick and and worry about that more so than um, you know worrying about what, what you know whether they don't like the coach or do like the coach. So um, yeah, look, it's 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 difficult. I, I, I think a, an honest summary of the of the um, review would be called for by members because you know they paid for it basically. Mm. I mean, it's their uh, membership fees, and you know. We, you look at the club off the ground; it's just going fantastically. You know, record membership. Um, you know, record sponsors. You know, it's, everything seems to be ticking along all right, except for, as you say, that win-loss ratio on the ground, and and that's that's what defines the football club. So, um, I think everyone was uh, built up. I think even the marketing department of the Carlton Footy Club. I, I hope they're a little more low-key this summer, but. Um, they were, they were buoyant as well, and and you know, I mean, people were looking forward to a good season. Unfortunately, um, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. There were glimpses there throughout the course of the year. I mean, and you, you even look at it. We've got three guys in the in the All Australian squad. You know, Harry yep. McKay will probably get a game. Um, Sam Walsh should get a game, and so should um, Jacob Wietering. So we we could very well have three people in the in the All Australian team this year. And and you look, I think you will. 
Yeah, I think we should too. But you, you also look down the list and, and, and the other players, and you know, you're not including your Paddy Cripps and, and these sort of guys. And Charlie Curnow is just coming back. I mean, he played four games towards the end of the season. That's going to be enormous for him. There are a few kids who got a taste of it towards the end of the season. Um, overall, and, and you know, young De Conning, I thought you know he, he was terrific. And you know, if you can have Pitnet out there with him next year, and mm. and, and as Joel Ruckman. Um, similar to what the, the team's, you know, playing well at the moment in, in the finals. Um, you know, um, Gorn and, and, and the young bloke um, Jackson sort of thing. I mean, that that's what we could have um, something, you know, not quite to that standard yet, but um, work, working on it next year. So, you know, you look at the list and there is some exciting times, but you, you've got to get them all out there. And I don't know what, what's in the water down there, but they seem to be falling over left, right and centre with, you know, just the wrong times too and, and that, that sort of has hurt us. Yeah, and, and hopefully, and as you say, that, that these things aren't beyond healing because if they do decide to, to honour the contract of David Teague, which you've said that you think that they should, um, mm-hmm. it, it will take some healing. He's felt that he hasn't been supported. He's felt that he's going to get shown the door. Um, they've been silent on all of it. And we're used to footy clubs being so staunch, aren't we? We're used to them saying, no, 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 we... You you make all the assertions you want to make, but we're going through a process. David Teague's our man. We back him. We support. You know, we, yep. we used. That's what we're used to seeing, and there's been none of it. So that's been startling in and of itself. But your belief is that they can heal the wounds if they decide oh, to definitely. go down that path. Definitely, definitely, definitely. You know, I mean, um, David Teague's a coach, and until he's told otherwise, um, you know, and he's he's doing the job. It must be hard on him at the moment. I don't know, you know, if anyone from the club has spoken to him as yet. I'm, I'm hoping someone should have over the last couple of days in a, in a, in a senior He's been shown the review. So, um, so we, from what we're led to believe, he's been shown okay. the, the review. Well, that's a start. That's a start. And that, that, that gives him a bit of clarity in, in, in a lot of areas as well. So that, that, that will be helpful for him going forward as well. Um, you know, unless it's totally negative towards him, but uh, I think if that was the case, then he would have been shown the door. Um, what what, do you, what about in terms on. of support in, in a coaching setup? So obviously defence has been an issue for them, but mm-hmm. we've seen other clubs, even John Longmire, who's a premiership coach, I made this point a few times, he even identified that maybe the attacking side of the game is a, an area that he could use some help in. So they go out and get Don Pike and just look at how brilliantly the Swans move the ball now. Um, what, what, do you, what do you look at with David Teague and go, well, you know, this is a guy that could be a real good asset to him in the defensive space or, or in any other space. Is there pieces that you'd put, want to see put in around him? Oh, exactly. And I, I'd, I'd like to see a, um, a Mark McClure type involved in the club at the moment, either on the board or, or, or as a, um, in, in, in some sort of role there. And, and um, I remember when I got down to Carlton and David Parkham was the coach, but, mm. uh, Everyone feared, feared Wes Locks. He was the most feared person down there and, and had the total respect. And, and he looked after the coaches, you know, until he knifed them. But uh, he, he, he looked after them and he was there. He was a sounding board, for, you know, between the board and, and, and the football department. And, and I don't think we've really had that. And, and you know, Chris Judd, from all accounts, well, he, he finished up very early in, in this season. So we didn't really have any football people around the club as well and, and no. anyone to stand behind the coach and, and be strong enough and, and, and also have you know have the respect of the players and, and, and not be able to pull the wall over their eyes either. You know, I mean, you need, you need a strong person in there and hopefully um, the club can look around and find someone and find a good role for them to 
be able, whether, whether it's on the board or whether it's in a senior administration type of role. Yeah, that's a great point, because Chris Judd announced earlier in the year that he was stepping down as a football director, so he hasn't had any part in the review either. So that's another person that, that hasn't been able to advocate maybe on behalf of David Teague and, and to, to give that support as well. So it's a great point that you make. Hey, Dave, before I let you go, um, the last time we spoke, I know that you weren't very happy with me and uh, and those that listen to the Sporting Capital, given that I did name my award for the best player of the year with a hyphenated surname after Ivor Warren Smith. Oh, I don't know if you caught earlier on tonight, but but Luke Davies Uniac has been the inaugural winner of the Ivor Warren Smith. I'm sure you'd like to congratulate him. <laughs> oh, just certainly, certainly, yeah, it's a, it's a great award. No, there's there's so many of them these days. It's it's getting getting a bit ridiculous. But anyway, it's, oh, you think? I was one out, one this out, is the most ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, good on him. Good young kid too. He, he, he and and you know one of that young North Brigade that's really going places at the moment. And they sh- showed a little bit. You know, they, they looked pretty ordinary early in the year, but they uh, showed a bit towards the end. No, you're 100 percent right. Hey, Dave, thanks so much. I was really keen to get uh, your views uh, looking at what's happening at uh, the, your beloved Blues at the moment, and I really appreciate you jumping on with us. Thank you, mate. No worries. Hope it all works out well. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and we all do. David Rees-Jones echoing the, echoing the sentiments that everyone, nobody wants to see uh, a footy club going through what Carlton is at the moment, uh, whether it be self-inflicted uh, or not, because at the end of the day, there's human beings, there's livelihoods, there's uh, families, there's a whole lot that goes uh, in and around this. Uh, these people aren't robots and they do have feelings and uh, the, everyone's, I'm sure, just trying to do their best. Um, but always great to catch up with David Rees-Jones. Uh, Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.